This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. Here we go again, Sid. Four subway murders in just 17 days. A 14-year-old girl was stabbed over the weekend. A guy, 32 years old, he was shoved off the platform onto the train tracks out of nowhere. I put that video up on my Twitter at Lydia News, L-I-D-I-A-N-E-W-S. And you see in that video, the guy's just walking by. And a guy from, like, the other end of the platform comes running over. Oh, it's almost like a tackle. Pushes him onto the train tracks. And now, all of a sudden, Hochul and Adams, they're like, oh, you mentioned it before. They're doing this crime summit, right? So this is what they're planning on doing. They're going to direct 1,200 more officers daily to spend more time on platforms and trains. But those cops will be solely on overtime shifts. And we already know there's been a record number, like 4,000 cops that are retiring, resigning. So they're already overworked. Adams also plans on adding 50 more hospital beds for the mentally ill. But what are 50 more hospital beds going to do? So obviously this is not about our safety. This is more about political panic over poor polling, right? Because we're already seeing that Hochul and Zeldin are neck and neck. And let's not forget, I don't know if you have it, Lou, what Adam said, what really is going on when it comes to crime, that it's all simply about perception. We know that public safety is not only actual, but it's perceived. And when you have an incident like this, the perception is what we're fighting against. This is a safe system because of the job that the transit officers have carried out and what this chief has done in this system. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know what look, I know what he's trying to say. There's millions and millions of people that travel the subway every day and you have a couple of these events a week. So to a certain extent, you know, perception maybe. But what he has to understand is that perception is keeping people from coming back into the city from going to work here, from eating here, from spending money here. It's ruining this city after COVID. So in this case, perception is worse than reality. So instead of saying perception time and time again, what he needs to say is, I'm upset that New Yorkers are fearful and I'm going to change it. Stop making it sound like people are, 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 are crazy. You need to change it, whether it's perception or reality, because the city is dying and that's on you. There's another video that you see it's a black guy and he's attacking this older guy and he's stabbing yeah. him in the stomach. And yeah. I put that up on my Twitter every day. Wait, 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 wait. It wasn't a white supremacist? Really? Right. No white supremacist. Enough and of that. Every single day I'm getting these videos of people getting shoved. And I saw this other video of a girl on TikTok. She just got randomly punched in the face. How many incidents go unreported? And, you know, when you're down in the subway, you're kind of almost like a rat in a cage, right? You you don't like you're stuck there. You're stuck. There's no way no. out. If you're no. on if you're on the subway car and if there's a maniac going up and down, like enough of this enough back in the day, like when the subway first came to fruition, it was like a beautiful kind of almost elegant experience. And now people are living down there. They're shooting up. And Hochul is adamant that she, by the way, on 125th Street in Harlem, people are shooting up in the middle of the I day know. in in their groin, in yep. their you know, private areas. And and by she's by like, way, well, I have to tell you how many times when I lived on the Upper West Side, on uh, the last two Thanksgivings, in fact, we went, me, Danielle, Ava, and Gabe, to 125th and Harlem to have dinner at the Red Rooster. We love that area of Harlem. We were there quite a bit, actually, over the last four years before we moved to Queens, and we saw it. We saw it getting worse and worse and worse. 
So I'm not sure what Kathy Hochul and Eric Adams are looking at, but I will tell you this, that debate tomorrow night, Lee Zeldin, oh, man, he's got all the leverage in the world. He's got all the leverage in the world, and I hate the way New York One has been framing it. Zeldin finally agrees to a debate, and you see it's finally Hochul agreeing to a debate. Correct. But Hochul says, oh, New York we shouldn't they've criminalize. Got, they've got that racist Daryl Lewis doing that debate tomorrow night, that racist. Oh, my God. he's walk- I know, poor Lee, he's walking into the lines then, but he can handle it. But the bottom line is when people are shooting up, they're like, oh, you don't want to criminalize them. And then even the mother of the subway victim, he says he he's now traumatized. He broke his collarbone. He was seriously injured. Everybody's like, oh, thank God there wasn't a train. This guy who broke his face, he broke his collarbone. These are some serious injuries. He's completely traumatized. His mother says he wants to kill himself. But the bottom line is the mentally ill and the drug addicts, sometimes them being incarcerated is the best thing to happen to them because it forces them to get treatment. Allowing people to slowly commit suicide, to slowly decay on the streets is not what we are about. We are in New York, right? This is the greatest city in the world. Let's take it back and get these people the help they need. And if it has to be by force, then so be it. Because I can guarantee you the mother, if we found the mother of these drug addicts, the found the mother of the mentally ill, they would say, please, please take my baby into treatment. Do whatever you can. We're asking these people, hey, do you want help? And they're out of their minds. And you're asking people that are out of their minds to make a rational decision that they're incapable of making. So sometimes, yes, you have to force them into treatment. And and God willing, they'll pick the right treatment. You know, they'll they'll say, I'd rather, I'd rather yeah. go into treatment than go to jail. Right. But we got to take this city back. And I, I support Lee Zeldin. And somebody asked me, they're like, oh, are you working for his campaign? I said, no, I'm a New Yorker. I'm tired of seeing my city go down the tubes. And right now, Lee is our only help. He's going to, you know, declare a crime crisis, suspend this cashless bill. And by the way, Remember that girl I told you about, a friend of mine, and she said, I'm not voting for Lee Zeldin. He wants to legislate my private parts. Mm -hmm. He wants to overturn abortion. I said to her, have you seen what he said recently? Blah, 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 blah. She said, yes, I did. Oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah, he's not going to touch abortion. And guess what? Lee Zeldin now has my vote. So that is, I think that's been a turning point for him. He said it on this show Friday because I asked him flat out about two things that Hochul says in our most recent commercial about him a overturning abortion he said no i'm not going to do it and b him signing something to overturn the trump laws i didn't do that either so whole commercial with a bunch of lies all, all lies and even if he wanted to do it he couldn't do it so vote 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 john katzmatidis five o'clock you'll hear me alongside him we're gonna have bill o'reilly tonight we're gonna have a great show talking about all the issues that matter to you five o'clock john katzmatidis 